Let's get it started, baby. All right. Back to the memo. We're back at it. How are you guys today? I'm good. I feel like we didn't actually talk when we got here. We kind of just insulted each other. I mean, got a little angry. That's what we usually do. Another yeah. day. We got a nice uh, new addition this week. We have our friend Michael Kornfeld off camera. Please don't mess up like you usually Everybody do. give it up for Mike yeah. Kornfeld. Say, introduce yourself. Say something. Hi, everybody. It's nice to be here. Yeah, he's going to be our off-camera, you know, fact checker, stat checker, useless idiot, every all everything in the book. So, um, we're going to start it off with something that's in the pr- in the prime of its season right now. There it's like really important stuff going on. The MLB season just started. What a disrespectful <laughs> thing to say. The 162 game season, we're in game 3 and everyone's flipping out everything's so important some Met fans i know think like we won the world fool. series already <laughs> i'm kidding i'm messing yeah and some yankee fans it i know think the sky is falling <laughs> i just don't understand how you can like take anything away from a 162 game season so early in the season people get like so worked up yes. every game it's counts crazy. the same it counts the same as the games in september does it no yes <laughs> <laughs> no it doesn't it it literally does but okay you really think that there's like more pressure on the line at certain? There's points. definitely not like, more pressure, but like it's. I guess when a you win look is a back win, on a loss it, it's is like, a loss. oh, the loss here mattered. Then, but you know, you try harder when you need the wins. I don't think anybody's. If you're not trying as hard as you can in every game, then you should probably just stop playing. That's not realistic. You know, people are taking days. off. I know off. Gary's taking days off. That so batting you, average. You guys are the, the fans. point. No, the point of the Let's season. Talking about the season getting kicked off is the season started. It's nah, baseball. It, I'm, I'm it's joking something around. to talk about. You know me. I, I got to come know, in with a low blow. Both teams, Yankees and Mets, the New York teams have high expectations this year. Um, you know, one, I mean, the Yankees are obviously expected to be better than the Mets. Yeah. But both teams have expectations that I think would be fairly disappointing for both fan bases if they weren't met. Um, as far as, you know, I don't know if the, I don't know if the same moves. can be said for the Mets. Um I, I'm talking about like the Mets They're are expected, expected to make the playoffs. To be competitive. They should make the playoffs. The Yankees should probably be competing for a World Series as they do every yeah. year. <laughs> well, one in they the last, last 20. Year. Yeah. Rough. They were close. Um, They're off to good starts, though, both of them, except for embarrassing themselves today. The Yankees, I mean, they're one and one. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, this game right just started, right? Yeah. Yeah. The Mets lost some. No, I'm a I'm excited. Homer or just a yeah, homer? Trey Turner just hit a walk off homer, and like, they they play in probably the best division in baseball. The, yeah, I would the, say so. The Phillies obviously got a lot better. Like the Braves are going to be better than last year. I would assume they're they're a young team with another year under their belt. Um, the Nationals, they lost Harper, but they also added some other pieces. They're expected to be very good. So. The, the most teams in this division that can make the playoffs is three, and that mm-hmm. might even be a stretch. So at least one of these four teams that are expected to be good are going to be very disappointed at the mm-hmm. end of the season. Well, so let's – A little rough know. start for Cindy. Yeah. No, he pitched fine. He pitched s- six innings, four runs. He had like seven strikeouts. That's it's, the first, it's the first game of the season. Yeah. It's not a rough start, but it's, it's not, not a he rough didn't start. pitch fine either. He's not a bad game. It was overrated. That's not a bad game. That's an okay game. Four runs in six innings. Yeah, it's an okay game. All right, fair enough. I yeah, anyway, like you expect what, more from a guy yes, like that. You do, you do, you do. That's all I meant. Especially the, the amount he was talking this 
prior to the season I, honestly, starting. Honestly, I didn't read into any of that. Can you give me a little? What did he say? He said were? he he just he always just opens his mouth about shit that like he, I mean he's entitled to his opinion, but like he's he's pretty unfiltered with the media, so he it's like kind of like stuff like tongue in cheek was criticizing the Mets for not paying Degrom, which they eventually did like two days later, and he was. He was complaining because of the Mets' like travel schedule before opening day. They went from Port St. Lucie, which is where they play their spring training games, all the way up to Syracuse um, to do like this thing for like the fans. I don't even know what the fuck they did. Well, because they just moved their AAA team to Syracuse, so they were trying to like garner a fan a following up there. So they, they were, he was just like, I don't think this is what championship teams do, like this travel schedule. That's like, a dumb What thing to championship say. team have you ever been a part of? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, like your high school team? Like, great, congratulations. And he doesn't know what teams are doing. Seems yeah. like an annoying guy. And it's like, if you have a problem with it, go, like, go sit down with the front office and, like, don't, like, m- criticize your team to the media like a little baby. And he, he oftentimes acts like that. But, like, with his amount of talent, you kind of just have to, like, down it. Mm-hmm. Annoying. Yeah. yeah. My, my, my squad. You think you think his statements, uh, his comments about Degrom, if, affected the speed of which he got signed? No, I think I thought he was going to get the deal anyway. Just putting. I I, I don't have a I don't really have a problem with Syndergaard saying the Degrom situation. He's saying I don't have give, a pay him what he's worth. I don't know. He's just advocating for his guys. That that I didn't have as much of a problem with as the travel schedule. I thing. agree. But it's just like. I don't know. It's just causing a stir, an unneeded stir. Like he should know if, what if you're if you're like in. yeah, if you're a Met fan, like you understand that like there's like a kind of different like vibe coming from the team this year. Like all of them are like coming to the media saying like there's a different energy at the park. Like this team like expects to be great. This team expects to be very good. And it's like he kind of just like threw a wrench in all of that in the middle of it. Not not threw a wrench in it, but it's just like. Come on! Won't matter. And they're winning games. coming from coming from a guy who has shown flashes of brilliance, but like definitely hasn't put it all together yet, and hasn't put together a consistently great season. It's like, who are you to talk? Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's pull back the curtain a little bit. Obviously, I'm a Yankee fan. You're a Mets supporter. Yeah. What uh, coming into the season? What are your expectations for the Mets? Where do you where do you want them to be at the end of the year? Obviously, winning a world, obviously winning a World Series, I don't mean that. I mean, where do you – what are your expectations? I expect the team to make the playoffs. Like, they have gotten a lot better. Like, outside, last year they ended up with a bad record. But if you take June out of the equation, which th- it was a historically bad month for them, not only for them, but just, like, teams in general. They won, like, five games in all of June. Um, they were okay outside of that one month. So they got – on paper, like they made moves to make the team better. Um, eventually, you're <laughs> dad. What happened there, Cornfield? If they keep losing games like this, you could kiss the division goodbye. <laughs> I mean, as uh, Jay Hab gives up his second home run of the game to somebody who probably was bagging groceries a month ago <laughs> on the Baltimore Orioles. But anyway, uh, continuing about the Mets. Sorry about that. No, that was funny. Um, on paper, this team is better, but. As the story always is with the Mets, like you gotta see the team perform first before you get all optimistic. People, I have very close friends that are like so high on them right now, and it's they're 
they're two and one now, but prior to this game they were two and zero, oh, and they were just so high on them, like liking all these tweets on Twitter, like LOL Nationals, like I bet you like miss Harper now. It's like we're t- we started eleven and one last year, yeah, and came in fourth place. Like we're two and zero oh right now. Like we haven't done shit, uh-huh. and like guaranteed win on opening day for the Mets. Yeah, so apparently it's weird. I just like I do. Yeah, I, I expect they always win an opening day. Yeah, they're unreal on opening. They have day. the best opening day record of all time. Yeah, all time. What is it? It's like thirty-eight and twenty or something dumb. Some fan you are. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I expect them to make the playoffs. I'd be disappointed otherwise. I would. I think ideally, I I do agree with you. Um, at, based on the moves that they've made, and obviously every team is hoping you know for, to make the playoffs, but. Something that I think is going to hurt the Mets is, like, you mentioned the division. And even outside the division, the NL is so wide open. Like, the NL Central is wild also with the Cubs, Cardinals, Brewers. The Reds got better. I mean, last year, all the teams that made the playoffs in the NL had, like, about the same record. Like, Mm -hmm. low 90s wins. Like, it's a very – it's a much more competitive – what is it? Conference league. Yeah, more competitive league. league than the AL. Like the AL, For you sure. have the, the Astros, the Red Sox, the Yankees, and everybody just the, like can't yo, hold the a t- candle the to those teams. The teams in the AL are so bad. Yeah, you got like Tigers, Orioles, Royals, Royals, White Sox. T- the Tigers like have Rangers, not scored Orioles, this year in innings one through nine. I saw that today. That's astonishing. They're just not. Tr- they're jokes of teams. They yeah, really are. You only really have like the Marlins in the NL, who you know yeah. are going to be bad. Yeah, and the Marlins like always give the Mets trouble for some reason. So, like, that's not even, like, a team you could just, like, stomp on, you know? Yeah. But the NL is, like, the Padres. Who knows Who knows what they're going to be? Yeah. You got the Rockies and the Dodgers. It's a, it's such a stacked conference, really. It's a competitive league. Yeah, it really is. I don't know is. how good the teams are, you know, compared to but the rest all, of the like, league, but they're competitive. Clo- they're and more relatively, like, same-level teams. Mm-hmm. It's There's not as much variation. right. right. And any one of them can just, you know, overachieve or underachieve or just see where it's going to be really difficult for the Mets. They have to have everything, like a lot of things yeah. have to go as they plan. Yeah. Which I can be said for any team, but still. So what about it, Yankees boy? Well, um, it's tough. It's tough to gauge expectations as a Yankee fan coming into this year because I, I don't want to just say it's World Series or bust. Which is it, 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 it kind of yeah no matter what in a way it kind of is just like win the World Series or we're gonna feel disappointed at the end of the year, but taking everything with what happened with the Red Sox last year, they're a great team. You have the Astros, who's the good team in the, the Indians are not that good. So it's no. the AL is the Yankees, Red Sox, and Astros pretty much. Pretty much. Um, what I want to see obviously is for them to. Win the division primarily, stay out of that one, one game wild card, and get home field if they playing against a team like the Red Sox again because that kind of screwed them last last playoffs. But um, I don't know if that's true. They they got beaten five games now. Four games. They got swept. I don't know, it's just better to play at home than on the road. Yeah, it's definitely better. That's just what I mean. That's no, not the they, reason why they lost. They, they didn't they win the first game. What is it? A five oh, they game will. series? Yeah. Oh. So okay, yeah, but whatever the case may be, like I'd rather be home. Game. I'd rather not have to spend expend, you know, your ace in the wild card game, and then yeah, of course. worry about it from there. So I want them to win the division. Could always throw it. Whatever happens in the playoffs happens, and I 
What'd you say? You can always throw an opener. Yeah, you can always throw an opener if you want to go home early. Uh, <laughs> what? What's the point of that? I don't understand it at all, actually. Who started it? Can somebody explain? I think the Tampa Bay Rays started it Are last season. They won 90 games last year, and they kind of came out of nowhere. But did, can anybody, can you explain the purpose of an opener? I think it's because... Is it just to get, in a, get yourself in a hole early? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think it's because, like, the... I don't know. Somebody was explaining it to me the other day. Like the first time through the order and like the first couple of innings are like extremely important to like hold the team to like, I don't know, like zero runs, of course. Mm -hmm. So like they want somebody in there who's like come in for one or two innings, like throw gas, like just like let it all out like in the same way a closer would. And just like then move it on to like a starter. More of a group effort than a single guy. Which is I I'm not huge on it, but like, I think I, I do, maybe that sounds like a good idea, but you have to be able to have a pitcher like a, a reliever that can execute that. You can't just yeah. throw out a reliever for the yeah. sake of throwing out a reliever. Yeah. Yeah. Not everybody has a guy that can come out and mow them down like that. Yeah. So you can't force it. But no, if the Yankees start any openers this season, I will not be tuning into the game. I have no interest <laughs> in watching fucking Batances open up a game. What? What if it works? If they win every game that they do it, will you not want them what, to do it? But they're just like a really good team. They could win those games by starting Tanaka. Would, what if it What if it just puts less stress on Tanaka's arm now because he doesn't have to pitch the extra innings? Wouldn't he just go an inning longer into the game? Is that what it is? Or are they going to have him run in there in the middle and then bring the closer out? But why am I paying him $25 million a year to pitch peak. three innings a no, game? No one's tired. I don't get agree the best of everyone. All of a sudden, baseball's been around for 100 years. Now we can't have starting pitchers. I'm just asking you, if it works, you're going to tell them not to do it. If yes. Think, amazing I think it makes, more, it makes more sense for teams that like suck. the Rays that that have like a very low payroll. They don't have the money to toss at like a to- uh, top-of-the-line starting pitcher. Relievers tend to get less money because they obviously like they pitch less of the game. And... It, if they have like a much better bullpen than they do starting pitching staff, then it might make some s- sense. But like teams like the Yankees and the Mets, where they're starting five is like more than capable. I don't think you're going to see that happen. You would hope the Yankees starting five is more than capable. That guy, we don't have. We just don't have five pitchers. <laughs> don't can't name you our starting rotation. This, Herman, is, this has been Sessa, the problem with the Yankees for all this time. Fucking Loasiaga, whatever that what guy's name he's is. He's hurt, right, Sevy? Severino's hurt. Yeah, he's out for, he's out till like September. Or it's, some been shit. A, it's been a common, What's up with him? common. He's thing. out. They said till May first, but we'll so see about lying. that. We'll see, it's not true. For all <laughs> the Yankees are obviously always competitive, but what it, I feel like their Achilles heel is always their starting pitching. Yeah, but they they signed Isn't James the Paxson. They traded they traded for James Paxson, who had a good first game. Uh, I don't know much about him, having played in Seattle for however long he did. But he has a very high strikeout rate. He um, he's a swing and miss type pitcher, so that's good. Keep the ball out of the play when you have a Andujar at third base. You don't want anybody <laughs> hitting the ball towards him. He's bad. Terrible defender. Um, but no, I, no I mean potential. he impressed me. He's a sick hitter. Very good. That's hitter. what he wants. That's what I meant. Like on de- on defense, though. I mean, he's one of the worst third basemen in the league. It's hard to just develop into like a good. You just like, have to have it. Yeah, when you like have the tools to be a plus fielder, like you kind of just know from the start, like. Yeah, 
he can not he could stop making dumb mistakes, errors and shit. He can clean up some stuff, but yeah. he'll never be like a great third mm. baseman. Interesting. But we'll see. We'll see that both teams are trending in the right direction coming into the year, and that's good. For sure. They're both uh what's the score right now behind me? Four, Four nothing, nothing Orioles. What inning is it? Third. Bottom of the third. So they could either be Torres one and two yeah, or second. two and one. One. Can it's looking uh, like one and two. We flip back and forth between We should just leave game. Duke Michigan State on. Yeah, yeah, put the Duke game on. All right, so you guys, uh, yeah. you guys got anything else on the Mets and Yankees you want to touch on? What do you on? got? You guys said it all, man. Why would I? Why would I taint anything that you said and with any nonsense? That uh, no, I'm. Uh, I'll try and uh, do my best. Keep you up think with the the, times. the Mets should have signed Degrom? Uh, I don't know if the timing made sense, but eventually, I think this is going to be a fine, like looked at as a fine deal in retrospect. Like if it was I, eventually going to happen, then why is everyone so upset? It's because just people, risky. It's people are saying that, like, like take, if, if, if he hurt. were to like get hurt this year, like blow out his elbow, or just not pitch as well. But like, so say he goes through the whole like, year and he's fine, I feel like and he's just, just fine with the deal. Then he's he's had he's been good yeah. since the second he stepped like, on like an MLB field. Like, why would he just fall off? Who this knows? Year? But now you're not even. But in the event that it does happen, you're or you're locking yourself in unnecessarily. But there was no need to not there's, wait. There's, what's the benefit? That's what I. What is the, the benefit, the benefit of getting it done showing, now? The benefit is showing showing the league like we care about our players. Th- it's that. it's very clear that that's it what can, the intention it can matter is. Sometimes that. it's very clear that it that's matters. what that's why Peter Alonso is on the team right now instead of spending twelve days down in the minors and you get another year on his contract. They're saying fuck it, like we care about our players. We're gonna we're gonna bring him up right from the start. We want to win. That's very clearly the message that's being sent, and their GM is a former agent who obviously cares about player players' interests. He made his whole career on it. Like, it's very clear that that's that's what their goal is. Should be caring that much about players. We'll we'll see it. We'll see how it works. It's a good move. We'll see if it works out. No, it's not a good move. It's just like a okay. Why not? If it works out, then then. if it works out, then the players and the organization see that they respect them, and it worked out. And and the Mets are already. Why is anybody being disrespected for not getting a contract extension two years before you're a free agent? How is that disrespectful? They got your back sometimes. It isn't. I'm sure recruiting free agents. Maybe it's not like they were fucking Degrom by not giving him a contract. He was making 17 million a year. Wait one more year. We'll extend you before you hit free agency. The terms of the deal. Nobody's actually talking about the terms of Nothing's the deal they're useless. good terms no yeah it's, it's a, a fine it's a, it's a fine friendly contract. deal nothing's useless you're just oh, the only th- i feel like the only thing this is doing is setting yourself up for it to come back and bite you in the ass i don't see an upside to it it could be a see the okay, nothing p- happened that first game he's amazing uh, no he's, he's, he's nothing's right. gonna change he's not gonna fall off he might not be a 177 era pitcher this year but he's gonna be jacob de what if he gets hurt all right, that's with fuck. anyone ever. No, yes, but that's no, that's it's not true. about anything. No, it's not true because you, if he was healthy, so if he then got, you could if have extended hurt, him. If he got hurt this year, what? What? You go to the negotiating table next year, and what? Like, what leverage does? Would you have a little bit more leverage? You still want to get well, the guy you'd on say, your team? Okay, let's see, like how he's healthy. Come if he's coming back and he's the same pitcher. I like he's I said, old. The, the timing was weird. It's gonna be. I th- really think it's gonna be retrospect. In retrospect, it's gonna be fine. And it's no in, indictment on Degrom. He deserves to be there all, for all as long as he's still producing. But I just don't, I think there was I'm no fairly confident. I feel like they caved to the the people just clamoring for an extension. Pay the man. Pay like yeah, he deserves it. It wasn't a smart business move, I don't think. They've been negotiating this for so long before people started clamoring for him to be paid. Well, 
they hired the agent as the GM who was cla- who was so begging it was, for the it was, it was, was going to happen eventually, no matter what. I just Michael don't, K. I just don't see uh, why. I hate, I hate to bring up our competition, but <laughs> my, my, it seemed to me like Michael K. just had a big problem with it because it's not something the Yankees would do. And the Yankees. I don't are think that that was. I don't think that has anything like, to do with it. Look at look at what they look like now with Severino getting hurt and 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 yeah. Aaron uh, what whatever the fuck his name is Aaron Hicks, Hicks getting hurt because they extended they extended those guys and then they got hurt. That that no, literally they look is stupid for doing that. They have the two young guys under contract for the next four what? and seven years. Severino has an issue now. What if he doesn't pitch this year? What if he does? What if he ca- consistently fine. gets hurt? They signed these guys he's, to contracts he, and they he, both he got ten, hurt. Ten million dollars a year. Yeah, that's nothing to them. Isn't that, yeah, that in, so that's why it's not that bad. But when Degrom's getting now what 35, 30, no, 32? 26. It goes. It get, it's he, going up. His arbitration number for next year would would have been more than what he's getting. I'm not, I'm he not took saying. A pay I'm cut. not trying to say it's a bad contract. I'm it's saying that contract. you're you're bringing up Severino's ten million. Degrom's not making ten million, so it, it is worth good contracts if they get hurt. Okay, but but. If what happened to Severino happens to Degrom, it's not oh he's only making ten million. It's why well, he's making a lot. He's on a team a friendly deal. He's making a it's, lot of money, it's, it's and for a Mets team that doesn't spend money like the Yankees do, that's also a little gas. What's spend, gas? Spend plenty of money. They don't spend money. They have Cespedes on a big deal. They have Ramos on a big deal. They have Cano on a huge deal. What what money is not being spent? They have Degrom on a big deal. Okay, fine. They have some big name contracts. Wow, if we had a drop. Okay, are we gonna pretend now the Mets are big down. spenders? They're they, not the, big spenders. They they're act not. like they're a small market team. Okay, they're making some some changes. With the, Historically, with the, they don't the spend money to do their mistakes. In the MLB, the the Indians, like the Tigers, those are those are teams that don't spend money. We don't need to put the Mets in that same class. How do you feel? I think that none of what we're talking about right now changes the fact that. DeGrom pitching this season under the same contract wouldn't have done any damage to anything. All right, let's uh, let's switch it up to a different sport, but same state. We're going to also move on segments here, even though the – would you consider that a segment? What would you call that at the beginning? It was the opener. The opener. Matt. All right, so that was our opener <laughs> segment. We're going to move on to our stamp or shred. We got our stamp, and no there. shredder as always. We never have the yeah, shredder These mics anymore. don't pick up falsities. Is that that's a, not word? a word. Not a word. Falsehoods. <laughs> so in the lies. recording, it's just gonna be these mics don't pick up. Lies. Lies. Yeah, good what? Good What's try. lies? You lie every day. No, a falsity. No, could we? Now, if we had a fucking stat checker here, Cornfeld yeah, he could the left. second we need him. Just saying. I called him useless in the beginning of the show. Damn. He left. He had to go home, and <laughs> he did nothing. So falsity he was pretty much word. useless. We'll see what he can do next week. Bad audition, like, though. Right. Bad first impression for our listeners. Yeah, definitely not a good... Not a good. They probably won't want him around. If we did a poll, <laughs> n- negative reactions, I'd say. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like we said, we're going to move on. We're going to change it up from sports here. Change it up from sports. Change it up to a different sport in the sports world. We're going to talk about the Brooklyn Nets, a, a favorite That's of Brooklyn? ours. On this podcast, we talk about them probably every single day the of our lives. Star point guard, Nayor Zubri. <laughs> Shout out to Nayor. Um, Stamper Shred, the Brooklyn Nets are making the playoffs. Now, we've talked about this pretty recently, but now it's like really coming down to the wire. They're tied with um, Miami, and 
what oh no they're tied with Miami with 38 wins the Pistons I mean 38 losses the Pistons have 37 losses and the Magic have 39 but the Nets play some pretty good ass teams to end the year but just to start it off I'm stamping it because I'll never back down from my my uh, secondary squad what Jesus you stamp my fucking finger He's bleeding all over the place. Damn, that's a good stamp good. right stamp. there. That's because you know it's real. It comes from the heart. I have to stamp it now. I wasn't going to at first. <laughs> nah, but they play some tough teams, but I'm going to the game on Wednesday. I feel like... That's going to help them? <laughs> no, I feel like I'm... Kawhi might sit. In bad These vibes, last Barclays few games, Center. they play you them... You f- feel like Kawhi might sit. P- elaborate on that. <laughs> Why? I, I was just going to elaborate on the fact <laughs> these beers are getting to me. Um... They played the Bucks twice. You could see, I mean, like, the seating's pretty much locked up at this point. You could see guys. Giannis is, is also pathetic. hurt, isn't he? Yep. What is pathetic? You're banking on them making the playoffs by all the good players not playing. Resting, but that's going to help them either way. I think they can I think they can squeeze out some wins either way. They could beat the Pacers. Maybe Giannis will sit out their first round matchup They've against th- the Nets. Maybe the Nets can move that would forward be, That a would be bit. good. Maybe, no, you know, Kawhi um, doesn't feel like playing. Look, in the I'm not round. saying that's, like, the the best way to get in but if it happens am i going to complain if they win no well listen the raptors play the nets and the magic i think in back-to-back games so Do which that. one is Kawhi sitting for he'll probably sit for the worst team which is the magic what does that tell you uh, it tells <laughs> me the nets are good but the the nets and the raptors have had good matchups this year it's true did Kawhi play in all of them yes every single the one. nets beat them in overtime Kawhi played Listen, they've I pulled out wins where they shouldn't have the whole year. Why would we expect any teams less? that they should have beat? They have they, D'Angelo every Russell. Team goes through D'Angelo that. Russell plays well. They can win any game. Okay, they can win any game. They can lose any game. It doesn't. That doesn't. That's not a. So I think they're going to win okay. a few of these games to be able to get in. Okay, I'm going to shred this. I don't think that they're making the playoffs. You've always said that. Right, so I'm consistent. So a pillar of consistency. I'm, this is I'm, how much are they up on the ninth place team? One game. One game. They're not making it. <laughs> Why? They're, the they're schedule is losing. just it, it's just not and it's not they they're not yesterday. in a good position here. Okay. So I every think. other team won. Pistons, Magic, and Heat all won yesterday. The Magic play the Raptors today. Okay. The or Magic no, tomorrow. The Magic play the Raptors, then they go on to play the Knicks and the Hawks. That's two wins. You don't know what Trey Young could do. What what's going on here? <laughs> no, you can't do it that way. There's a malfunction. <laughs> I can't get it over. Right, it you don't know how to handle a wire? No. This kid. They play the Knicks and the Magic both in Orlando. Then they play the Celtics and then the Hornets. They could lose. They play the Knicks and the Magic in Orlando? They have an easier no, the schedule. The Knicks and the Hornets. I, I mean, the Knicks and the Hawks. Did who I has say the tiebreaker? I'm so the Knicks. They, the Magic play the Knicks oh, and okay. the Hawks All in right. Orlando. That makes sense. Who, do the, who has the tiebreaker? Don't ask me that. I don't know. I don't have the answer to that question. I just don't think they're... I think it's just more likely that they don't play as well as the Magic because the, their schedule's hard. Like, it's not it's not rocket science. Superstar. Yeah, the Magic are playing the Knicks and the Hawks while the, the Nets are playing the Raptors and the Bucks. The Bucks twice. Yeah. But they can squeeze out or you never know what can happen. They can I, win of course, three of course. games. I'm just... I'm shredding them. I don't think that they get it done. I think they can go three and two. 
and I think that might be able to get them in. They're going to be playing that Heat game is going to be huge. It is. That no one's resting for I'm that I'm just game. like picking them to win in the games that are going to be tight. Right. So I think they can s- take w- one of the three games with the Bucks and the Raptors and then the game against the Pacers and the Heat. They got to win. Heat are going to be playing that if they they're in the playoffs now. Right now. Who the Heat the or Nets? The, yeah, this is the their AC. playoffs. I'm oh. saying like this is it. Like they have to win. Yeah, I don't. I just don't see it. What you think? Someone's slowing Russell down? No. Yeah, they're dude. playing the he, best teams he's in the had, NBA. What do you go? For? He yeah, shot like four for nineteen the other day. It happens. Right but it now, does the happen. season's really on the line. It was on the line two, three, two games ago. Let's see what he does. He'll drop thirty-five uh, against the Bucks tomorrow. W. Not if Brogdon has anything to say about it. Isn't he out Coming up year? on ice is cold takes. Yeah, isn't he very hurt? <laughs> Malcolm Brogdon? What? Yeah, he's hurt. He's done. Out. What's he going to have to say about it, though? He's going to watch <laughs> from the bench as Russell Eric lights Bledsoe. up the, the stadium. Where is it? It's at Brooklyn, too. The the Bucks the and the Raptors, if Giannis and Kawhi are out games, they're still a good team. They're still a good team. Yeah. They're still they've probably beat, better than the Nets. They've beaten the yes. Raptors with Kawhi. Okay, so if you just got it, you they've just also have gotten to play like well. blown out by the like shit teams. Happens all the time, right? So don't use it as a point. They win some, they lose some. Every team goes through up. They're and gonna downs. win them all. Okay, <laughs> all right. You shredded, okay, you shredded. I sh- I'm shredding. Both shredding. I'm shredding. You should stamp so you can be right. <laughs> I'm shredding. Pretty sure I'm a hundred percent in stamp shred. What? And like whatever side I pick is always what ends up being. We'll true. check the tapes on that. That's not true though, for sure. That's I'm stamping that statement, <laughs> right there, two stamps in one segment. That's all you have to say. Yeah. Really? How much net talk? The race for the eight seed isn't that isn't that cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's all that's left at the playoff in the playoff race right now. Well, who's gonna get swept by the Bucks? I guess the, <laughs> the top seed in the in the West is pretty interesting. All the seating in the West is interesting. Yeah, they're like very close. Yeah, but that's not the topic. So moving on. Should have been. Good job, man. What, what's the topic? It. Is the West interesting? <laughs> <laughs> the Spurs were like the, f- the like the four seed like a day ago, and now they're like the eight seed. It's craziness. Yeah. Yeah, the Thunder too. Thunder yeah. are the eight seed right like now. Any any of those teams can end up the eight seed. Which the Warriors suck. and Nuggets have the same exact record. The Lakers are worthless. And the Bucks and the Raptors have better records than those teams. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Than the than who? The Warriors and not the really? Nuggets. Don't sleep on the Bucks, man. <laughs> I feel like they're underrated. That's me snoring on the Bucks. I feel like nobody's picking them to like make a run. That's not true. What do you mean? Everyone's saying like I feel like people have more faith in like the Sixers and the and the Raptors. Probably just because this, I don't even know why people have faith in the trash Sixers. I think every team in the the every top four team in the East is getting treated equally. It's a wide open conference. I don't, why are the Celtics even? They're just like they riding have the, the they coattails have the of, of last. You know why? Yeah, I that is why. why it's it's it shouldn't be. They're clearly the fourth best team. But like, like the like thing is, shot. you wouldn't have expected them to do that last season when they did. So that's why everyone's just like, you never know what can happen. It's fair. I get it. It t- it's going to be tough to beat the Celtics in a seven-game series. It's going to be tough to beat all those teams. It's going to be really fun to watch, though. 
All right, but if you want to move on, I'm down to move on. We got two shreds, one stamp for the Brooklyn Nets. I'm a believer. I'm a believer in the team, the organization, and D'Angelo Russell. (laughs) So I think your your judgment is clouded. Nah, I'm going to be at the game, so they're going to win. Me and Corn are going to go with our Laker Russell jerseys. Nice. Uh, Is he going to dip out on you early, too? Who? Kornfeld? Probably. Looking at his his recent history, that seems Poor like track record. ridiculous. This kid didn't even come to dinner last night. Bad guy. All right, we'll move on to the next. I want to know where he's going right now. He's going to his grandma's. Okay, well, way to be, man. Way to be. <laughs> I said I want to know. Now I know. Thank you. All right, whatever. We're we're sh- we're gonna move over here to a a little more. Think he's full of shit. And, and <laughs> <laughs> A better topic uh, at this point in time, the MVP you race. You don't actually believe that. I, I yeah, <laughs> no. What do you mean? It's more important. All right. So you take it from here, Mister. Okay. Um, MVP conversation. This stamper shred is going to be. Um, what was the wording of it? <laughs> you made it. I wanted you to say it. It was uh, okay. Um, Not so easy when you're up there on your own. So currently, Vegas has Giannis as the favorite to win MVP, which I know was a hot topic amongst us off-camera, so we're going to bring it onto the air, and this Stamper Shred is going to be, Vegas is correct for having Giannis as the current favorite. Stamper Shred that statement. Who wants to start us off? Yep. Agreed. <laughs> I think we all agree on the tear what? down the middle. I, I always agree with that. I don't. I don't think it should be a conversation. I think Giannis has a very good chance to win MVP because I think it's pretty obvious that the NBA wants him to be the face of the of the league. But Harden is having one of the greatest seasons of all time, and it would be a shame if he if he doesn't if win he doesn't the award. win it. Then it's a, what is the process of choosing the MVP? Is it just if you won it, you're crossed off now? Their the ju- their ju- justification for it is going to be that he plays on the best team in the NBA. Right. That shouldn't matter. I don't think the, it, the I think it matters if like but like if, if on they a were situation, the stats were even remotely similar. Yeah, like Harden is what Harden's doing is historic. Like And you're not even if you're talking about value to your team because Giannis has the best record, Harden had kept the Rockets afloat when Chris Paul was injured. Exactly. He's in a and tougher Capella. conference. Uh, yeah, Harden was doing everything on his own. I mean the Rockets have clear flaws with their terrible bench. Like he, he He's just backpacking the entire team through all of this shit. Yeah. I would argue he's even more valuable to the Rockets' success than the than Giannis is to the Bucks' success. The Bucks have a that way is, better that, team. Isn't that what him. the argument is? But you're saying that because Giannis is in first, that he's well, not you. But they're saying because the argument is that Giannis, since he has the best record in the NBA, he's contributing the most to his team. That that can be the like I I think Giannis is incredibly valuable to the Bucks. Gian, Gian, well, I Westbrook think, won it when they were the eighth seed. Right, yeah, I don't and think he they was were averaging a triple double. They were, like the seventh or eighth, not a high seed. <sighs> I think they were sixth. Sixth, okay. Look, I think Giannis is having a fucking incredible, <laughs> incredible season, and I think he's backpacking his team as well. But he wasn't like thrown into the fire the way Harden was. Like the injuries, like the fact that every basically everything you said. Like he plays in a tougher conference. The Rockets, like on paper, like. The team is good, but, like, has clear flaws. And he's just been like, all right, I'm going to drop 60 every night and we're going to win. And 
he should be rewarded for that. I don't think it's going to happen, though. I think Giannis will end up winning. How? I don't like because they love the controversy. It just devalues the integrity of the entire award. The yeah. award means nothing if Giannis wins. Honestly, it's, it, it, he should not. It, it, it kind of already meant nothing, though. Like LeBron should have won it like ten times. If that's if true, if that's true. MVP. It's always been under scrutiny about who deserves well, like, this it. This is a very specific. He's having Sorry. a bet a much better season than he like had what last Hart year. Is doing, when he won Hart the MVP. Is doing is one of the greatest seasons in recent years. Like it's not even just probably the best season since Kobe. Since he averaged 35? Yeah. I have to... I don't believe Giannis is going to win it. And I don't understand why Vegas has him as the favorite. Ha, like, I d- it doesn't make any sense. I because can't... I think I think Harden's going to win it. I'm not buying this shit. There's a reason why... There's a reason why he's the favorite. How much is he favored by? He can be wrong by? sometimes. He's like minus 200. Harden's plus 250, I think. Somehow, like, Oh, with Harden? <laughs> it's not it, it Vegas is not it can't always be right with those awards but they know more than we do yeah but it's like they're not a, it's definitely not like set in stone but there's a reason why he's the favorite right now like they know something we don't you think so yeah I don't know but I'm just saying like every time Vegas has odds for an award winner they're not they can't be right every single time I'm not saying they're definitely right, but it's like, in most people's head, it's like, it's Harden, but there's a reason why he's the favorite. They're not just dead wrong about this. Like they, ha- they, there's a reason why he's the favorite. Maybe the fact that Harden won it last year, like calculates. Yeah, and maybe that's it's just that's like that's a big part of it. I think I'm I, just gonna I, bet on Harden. <laughs> Good odds. Think so? I would take that. But like, I just don't trust the NBA to give it to the right person. Like, do they get it wrong that often though? They've gotten it wrong in the past. That's why. That's why Harden won it last year because they were making up for it. It was decided. It was decided halfway through the season that last season we were saying like, like LeBron should have won it. Does Harden really deserve to win MVP? No, he didn't. And then because Harden did deserve it that first year, Steph won, and then. LeBron had deserved it many of times, and now people are like, "All right, it's Giannis's turn. He's good, so like he should have an MVP." And they just deemed him MVP. But it, we're all in agreement here. You, you should have given another tear. The physical shred needs to be done. Good. Now I'm blind. Three paper cuts in my eye. All right, moving on. Pass interference. Pass interference. You like that, offense. Matt? You like pass interference? Are we recording right now? Yes. Yeah, dunce. <laughs> What's the statement? What, it, what Big is shot? the statement? Um, oh, we don't even have a statement yet. <laughs> you made the statement. Oh, is it an interview? Do I like pass you interference? Know, your job is sta- your statement. I man, created them. You fucking shit. read them off. I read them off? Yeah. I try to give everyone a chance here to You say, don't know the statement. That's why you're deflecting. I might be doing that, but that doesn't <laughs> <laughs> doesn't take away from the fact that you also don't know the statement. I know exactly what the statement was. Let's hear it. Uh, you tell me. <laughs> See, now we're just <laughs> now we're just stuck in an endless loop. Um, it was something along the lines of should Richard remain on the show? I shred. If you don't want to have, uh, if you want to just be one steady clip the whole time of you guys, 
Probably be better. Would that not be the more ideal situation? I guess. That's okay, weird. so recently, I'll fucking I'll do the job here. Some uh, NFL rule changes Stop came down. On the air. <sighs> Go ahead. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to clean up my vocabulary. You have no filter. It's just a defense it's hard. I'm a little. I'm a little drunk. You know, it's a, <laughs> getting up you're there. Just embarrassing yourself. It's getting late. Okay. The NFL came out with some rule changes that made pass interference calls reviewable by a coach's challenge and within the two minutes, the last two minutes of each half. Uh, we're going to be stamper shredding this, and I'll start off by saying, or I'll start the statement off by saying, the NFL made the right move in making these plays reviewable. What do you guys think? I've been thinking about it for f- the past few days, and like when it f- when it first happened, I wasn't on board. <clears throat> but then I thought about it, and I was like, you know, if it's the only way to prevent it, then it's kind of necessary. But it's just, it's, you know, it's going to end end up ruining it in some way. Like that's always what happens. It just always is not good. It just always turns out for the worse. And like hail mary plays and all these little tic tac fouls are going to end up. A coach is going to throw it for just the easy first down or like at the end of a half or something. I it's going to get very I don't annoying. Think it's going to be reviewed that much. You don't think so? I guess it's also because then they're wasting the challenge on it. Yeah. It would be like, I don't know. It's like a, especially on those like ticky tacky plays, like you don't want to throw a flag and waste a challenge if you're not sure that it's going to. But also like now, is call. it reviewable in the last two minutes? So like if there was a touchdown called and they review it, are they going to go back and be like it was pass interference? I don't know. Well, that that wouldn't matter because we'd be on the defense. Yeah. So um, that was dumb. I just said. if it's <laughs> yeah, like if it's going to go if it's going to if they're going to review pass interferences on like Hail Marys like come on, like that shit like any every who who was it that said like every play would be pass inter any close play would be pass interference? I know Richard Sherman said something. Yeah, I don't know like, if it was him. Th- this is what I was trying to say. What if they're going back to review a touchdown and they see like, oh he what they ruled a touchdown and they see he was out of bounds, but then they also see in the replay that there was pass interference. Is it going to not even be like just the touchdown is not there? It's also now first down on the one yard line or whatever. Like, is it going to be like that? I don't know. It just <laughs> it just seems like a lot of shit going on in this. It's like, and it's not really addressing the problem. Like, it was just those two guys are idiots. It was the ref, the, the those refs missing one of the most blatant pass interference calls in the final, like the most important play of the game easily. Like it looks worse now than it did at the time. Like watching it, it's just like how the how on earth did they miss this call? Like he literally gets decleated before the <laughs> so ball long even before the ball is there. So long before the ball even gets there, it's like that. Yeah. That is not helping the situation. The situation is that the refs were bad. Like that. I, that's what I'm in complete agreement with. Agreement with. I think it's such an like a force and like a. Just an unnecessary reaction to change the whole game yeah, because of this. Fire the ref. Let the refs know you can't fucking make that mistake. I cursed again. You can't make that mistake. If 
it, it, it's more about holding the refs accountable to me than like there being a problem with the rules of the game. Yeah, and now it's just now it's gonna be like the refs are gonna take their jobs even less seriously because yeah. mm-hmm. if they fuck it up, they can just have it reviewed or yeah. somebody will challenge it, and it's like this isn't really ad- addressing the issue at all. I think we gotta demand more from it our just referees. Wasn't what yeah. happened? Like the problem wasn't that they couldn't review it. It was just that guy messed up. Yeah. So yeah. handle yeah, exactly, that problem. Exactly. Exactly. The, the <laughs> problem was that the ref was a bad ref. Like the the play being reviewable doesn't make him He's a better known ref. Bad. I don't know who he was or I don't know anything about him. But if you miss that call, you're like bad. The, the yeah. average person, not even referee, the average person is out there. They're throwing that flag. Like that was 100 percent pass interference. They're throwing it late too. Like what was he like? They couldn't. Oh, no, they couldn't talk it over. Yeah. Like, ridiculous. Um, it it does seem just like an unnecessary thing, and, and it raises so many more questions about. I bet it's gonna. What it's gonna get reviewed. adjusted in some way. It's very yeah. reactionary. But, I'll, I'll I'll admit though, the fact that you have to use one of your challenges, it can't really affect the game that much. Right. It's only gonna be used if you're confident that you're gonna get the call back, just like you're reviewing anything else. But you know, as long as it doesn't change to the fact where, like, now all scoring plays are reviewed. You know, all, like, what is it, turnovers are reviewed or something? Yeah, it's turnovers are reviewed. Like, automatically, without yes. having to use a challenge. So if you have to use your challenge for this, I can see it, you know, being okay. Maybe maybe it won't even come into play that often. But the, the scary thing is, is th- th- within two minutes. Because wouldn't you have to review every single pass play? Yeah. Every oh, time yeah. the ball is thrown, wouldn't that just like that need a quick review to make sure there wasn't pass interference? How do you determine what re- what deserves a review, what doesn't? That would be terrible. I can't. I don't understand what they're gonna do. Are they just not gonna review that type of play? Like it's like that looking for pass interference is not reviewable in that but sense. But then when do you review it in the last two minutes? If you just, that time you think it was one? I don't know, but it smells like cake batter ice cream. Something smells weird in here. Right? What is that? One of you guys is ripping ass or <laughs> no, it smells, smells like, bad. No, it smells like cake. Right? I just got a whiff of that. When I walked in before, I definitely <laughs> noticed that it that smells bad. <laughs> Vinny's, Vinny's shit <laughs> cake. Um... <laughs> Oh man, it might be the f- the feet. Why does it smell like cake? Yeah, why do your feet smell like funfetti? Jesus, man! Now it's starting to smell more like feet, though. I so don't smell it, it anymore. Jesus, yeah. you should have been like, "Yeah, I baked a cake." <laughs> it's worse than the pass interference. Oh, it's big time feet now. Yeah, it's oh, feet God. as fuck. <laughs> I mean, you already opened Pandora's box. Yeah. You might as well just leave them off. <laughs> You're not getting the smell that's, that's in my nose works. back into your shoe. Yeah. It's already in my face. But back on back on track. I um, can't work in this environment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, it's got me all hazy. I don't know what I was saying last. <laughs> Jesus, man. My My feet aren't any better when my shoes are off, so I shouldn't be... Judging, but we have the wherewithal to not take our shoes off. Yeah, no, I just keep my shoes on at all times. Falani sits in the corner, basking in his and his green air. I have my (laughs) listen to me, son of a bitch. (laughs) 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 I'll have you know that my donut ass feet (laughs) are okay. 
<laughs> and uh, we're not on camera, so I feel like I'm the new Cornfeld. It really <laughs> smells. They, they smell like cake batter, you know. I guess you no, could do worse. False no, that was it. Was like the first it wave was like the of false it. Prophet of the, of the Bible. So are we all, are we all shredding this pass interference rule? Yeah, I don't, I don't I can like it at all. I, I guess I'm. I don't know. I I think that it could help the game. There with, a, I think with, there could have been a better way to go about it. Because there are blown calls for. Why pass can't it just be if it's so Get blatant like that? They can just go change it. Train the refs. Better. That's basically what it is. No, but you have to challenge it. That's what I'm saying. Like no one's gonna call it for ticky tack stuff. I can see it, and obviously the Saints game, the Saints Rams was a huge, like extreme example of it. But we've seen blown calls before. You've seen missed calls for pass interference that you're like furious at the ref about that do decide games sometimes. You're just That's able true. to throw a challenge flag, maybe pick it up, or, or you know. Don't miss the call. It, that you could call say the in same particular. Thi- it was an egregious mistake. Okay, but in the event that they do miss the call, they shouldn't just screw the team over. You can't just say don't miss the call. It's obviously the ref's fault, but they're going to make mistakes. It sh- there should be a mechanism to try to correct it. Sky judge. I think I'm going to stamp it now. Stamp it. I think I think that it would I think it's going to I think it's going to help. The 2-minute warning less within 2 minutes I think it's going to be a problem for me. But I think it'll clean up the game because we, the refs shouldn't be the ones deciding these games, and it happens a lot, and it infuriates fan bases. If this is a way to kind of prevent that from happening, I'm on board. I'm stamping it. If this is the way that it ends up working out well, then obviously I'm on board. But for now, I don't. I think there's a lot of downsides to it, so we'll see. Yeah, I just don't think this was addressing the problem really. Yeah, the refs just need to be better. They're That's human, it. though. You can say that all you want. Sky judge. Okay. Like the AAF, the best league on the planet. Yeah, that sounds... What is that? Just the... There's know. one judge that just checks all the calls yeah. that they make? That That's a fine idea. Yep. I'm pretty sure they, they're talking about imp- implementing it. Put it in the coach's hands. If they don't, they're not happy with the call, they want to challenge it, but they can challenge it. Well, right. that's what it is right now. They say, I disagree with that. <laughs> challenge it. And then the refs. I think it'll improve the referees also. No, no, I don't. You just said you no, thought it would. Now they have something to fall back on. Yeah, you yeah. just said you thought it would make them. No, complacent. they don't. They don't have anything to fall back on. I think that's wrong because they're not just getting reviewed. You have to challenge them. So they're not just going to be like, oh, he'll challenge it. They're going to make the call. It's still like a safety blanket. I don't. I don't think it is though. I I, I think safety blankets are when they know that it's going to be reviewed regardless, not if it's something that has to be challenged. Like with the touchdowns, when in doubt, call it a touchdown because you can go back and review it. That's not the same kind of thing. You can't just go back and review it automatically. Uh, that's a good point. <coughs> Interesting. We'll see. It's a, it's always just a we'll see type of thing. You don't know if it's going to work. That's true. It sucks, though, that nothing's being done to... You just hope it's not, like, abused. Correct the Saints play. They're still yeah. fucked. Yeah. It I think we should go back and replay Saints, it now. They They lost on that... Stefan Hail Diggs. Mary play, not the Hail Mary, but like, and then that in back-to-back playoff ra- playoff years, that's bad. They boycotted yeah. the Super Bowl. They lost Mark Ingram. They didn't miss out on much. Mark Ingram. <laughs> I said that, that like was an Irish fun. man. Yeah, <laughs> just all getting <laughs> they hammered. Were all just not watching the Super Bowl, just probably in the, like the French Quarter, just getting hammered together. People in New Orleans. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever been there? Uh, I stopped there on a flight once, but like I never like. 
was there, like enjoyed my time. All right, thank you for tuning in. Uh, we'll see you next week. We're going to have bringbacks coming at you soon. And um, thanks. <laughs>